Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Jesse Moore, and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. Today on the show, we have Barbara Messer. Hello, Barbara. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Barbara, tell us a little something about yourself. Uh, well, I am currently a weekend supervisor at a local hospital. I'm over the x-ray department. Okay. Um, I graduated from school uh, radiology in 2005. I started working for a hospital in 2004 before I got licensed. Um, been doing this quite a while. Uh, a few years ago, I went back to school. I got my bachelor's. And last year, I graduated with my with my master's. Oh, great, great! So, uh, what are what do you where do you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Uh, I'm not exactly sure if five years is is the plan, but at some point, I'm looking at moving up into hospital administration. Okay, good, good. So, what are the qualities that uh, that that you need to have, you know, to be uh, uh, in hospital administration? Do you know? Uh, I think a lot of people think differently about it because a lot of administrators don't go through the the roles of being a healthcare provider first. Okay. Um, I think that'll help a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people go to school for this, and then that's what they do. They go in, they go directly into the profession. Um, but but starting kind of from the bottom where I did, I think that'll give me a little more insight into the position. Okay. So what, why, why do you want to do that? Uh, it's healthcare is very taxing. Okay. (laughs) It's it's very, it's very difficult. Um, it's just something that I can't see myself doing until I am of retirement age. Right. Right. So what are some of the challenges that you, that you had, that you have and that you see Uh, in healthcare? A lot of it's physical. Yeah. Um, of course, we have a lot of mental issues that have arisen over the last few years. Sure. But but physical labor is is very strenuous, and as many protocols that we put in place to assist, it never takes it all away. Oh, okay, okay. So tell me about uh, so how many people do you you currently uh, lead? Or how many people you have on your staff? Uh, currently, I have fifteen. Um, that's not counting the weekday okay. people. Fifteen. That's, that's that's a good little that's a good little bunch there. Mm-hmm. So tell me about uh, what's the ratio between men and women? Uh, definitely mostly women. Okay. Um. I, and and I feel like more and more men are getting into it. Sure. Um. But it still is. I think all healthcare is mostly women still. Oh yeah, right. So, yeah. so, uh, so, tell me about so. Okay, so how many how many blacks? Uh, handful. Handful. Yeah. Uh, Hispanic. Handful. Handful. <laughs> so, so, so is 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 this field dominant? Uh, with just you know with, uh, you know white people and uh, is it or, or is it is I, or is it equal? 
I feel like between white and Hispanics, it's fairly equal. Sure. Um, not many African Americans sure. do it. Um, not sure why. Not sure why. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's uh, just, uh, you know, education, man, educate. We need to educate, you know, and maybe we Definitely. just need to go out and recruit, yes. you know, some to some of these churches and stuff like that and to some of the high schools. Uh, I remember going to uh, Mart, uh, Mart High School and doing the, a career fair, you know, and I think that we might need to, you know, get out there, you know, and start, you know, recruiting, you I know, agree. stuff like that. You I, know. I actually graduated from one of the larger high schools oh, yeah? here locally. and. Sure. I had no idea what this profession was until I just kind of accidentally fell into it whenever I was doing my basics in college. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so tell me about uh, your staff. Tell me about your staff. How do you, uh, man, how do you deal with your staff? How do you keep them motivated and keep them on track? Uh, my staff's great. Okay. Um, they're actually fairly self-motivated. Um, okay. A lot of the... It's, there's an interesting division in age. Okay. Um, we have techs that have been doing this for quite a while that generally do not need any motivation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And then you have some that haven't been doing it for very long. And I, and I don't mean like like one's older and one's younger. I mean, one, one has been doing this longer than the other one has. Sure. Um, so people that haven't been doing this as long, I don't feel like they have as much drive right. as the people that have been doing it a while. Okay. So do you, um, so there's something that's, that's called, uh, there's a trend going around and it's called quiet quitting. Have you heard that? I have. Okay. Tell me what is quiet uh, quitting in your opinion? Uh, you know, and, and, and I think it has different names. Okay. Now that's that's the new name for it is quiet quitting. Okay. <laughs> um, before that, it was burnout. Sure. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. You know, it's it's it's. I feel like it's people that are overworked. Sure. Um, I don't necessarily think that it has anything to do with pay. I, no. I think okay. it's. I think it's people that are overworked and they're tired. Right. Right. So you know, it's pretty much like uh, from what I. From what I gather, uh, it's not outright quitting, you know, but it's just not that uh, the, your staff is not going above and beyond anymore. Right. You know, so they're, they're like, you know what, I'm not doing as much as I used to do. I'm just going to lay back. I'm going to clock in. I'm just going to do my job. And that's it. Yes. Has this, you know, you say that it started. Uh, it's been going on for some time to just change the name, basically. Well, so and, and I say that, I mean, it. I don't I think it's it's become worse. Right. OK. Over the last few years. Um course with all the outside stressors we have going on um it's gotten worse and, and it's more noticeable now than it ever has been right and especially now that it has a name to it right absolutely <laughs> and so now it's going global yes it's going global yes so now so man so how do you feel about that because you know me i i understand mm-hmm. i understand I've, I've been in this industry for you know quite some time you know i understand how the staff feels and I understand why they want to, you know, quietly quit, you yes. know? So, so tell me, how do you, how do you feel about that? I, I don't blame them. You don't blame them? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, that's, 
the the only difference between me and them is that I've I have more years of experience. Right. And um and that's that's most of us. We've been doing it longer. So it's kind of an automatic thing for us. Sure. We've right. been doing it for so long that we're expected to go above and beyond. And if, if we start to back off a little bit, we get caught real fast. Right. Right. Um people that haven't been doing this for very long. Sure. They don't have a whole lot of drive right. to go above and beyond. Right. Um you know, and there's different factors. You can say that it's it's pay. You can say that it's anything. Um, I don't. I don't think there's one thing that would fix it. So, do you think it's one generation more than the other, or you think that it's the whole? Everybody is just tired. Uh, once again, I don't think it's an age. Okay. Okay. Thing. I, right. I think. I think it's a, it's a newcomer. You right. know, it's okay. it's people because because I see people that are you know, 15 years older right? that are just coming into this profession right? that are doing the exact same thing as right. younger people. So I think it's it's just the amount of time they've spent in the profession. Do you think these quiet quitters are pissed off? I don't, I don't think they're pissed off. <laughs> I think, I think they, they have a different of self different opinion of self-worth. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So the quiet quitters are saying that, you know, they're not working all these hours, 60 hours. They're not working, you know, short of staff, you know, short on supplies, you know, for a job that does not give a darn about them. Do you think that uh, that's why they feel like the jobs don't care Absolutely. about them? Yep, that's it? That's, Absolutely. Okay, okay. So we don't blame them, you know? Right. You know, to you know, to me, quiet quitting is, you know, I don't give a darn about this job anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And so, and these people, they quietly quit, but you don't know that they quietly quit. That's why it's called quietly quit. Now, if you're not paying attention, you know what I'm saying? If you're a leader mm -hmm. who is not paying attention, man, you, your, half, your whole staff can quit on you right. and you don't even know. They're still there, yeah, <laughs> but they quit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, they, they have that I don't give a dang, you know, uh, yeah. about this job. Well, in in I, th I think that's another generational thing. Also, is that used to whenever people went into healthcare, they went into healthcare for the purpose of helping people. Absolutely. I think it has turned more into going into healthcare by means of paycheck. Sure, got it. Um, got it. I'm not by any means saying that the people in healthcare do not have the same amount of empathy. Right. I just think it's a different different want to in life different different reason yes right 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 i got it i got it i got it so who's at fault if i had to pick one group of people at fault i would say the people over the organizations um and 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 i and i say that not not the highest up right but people that can have an effect you know people the higher leaders Right. Could come in and say, "Listen, I've heard your problems. I'm doing what I can. Right. This is what we can do. This is what we can't do. Here it is. Right. But but to know that their people are being heard, I right. think it's a huge thing. Because because as a leader, you can say all day, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I understand. We're trying to fix that. But if I don't have anyone backing me up, then sure. it means nothing. Sure, sure. So uh, so so you're saying that." <laughs> Communication is the key, mm -hmm. one of the keys, because of the simple fact that if uh, an employee brings something to you, 
you should at least, you know, acknowledge them, you know, mm-hmm. or even some way, you know, uh, let them know that, hey, uh, I can't fix it today, but I tell you what, I'm going to bring it up, you know, to the top. Right. Right. And then once you bring it up to the top, you tell them that, hey, I brought to this, this to this person, you know, and so, uh, you know, I'm just waiting on a word from them. Mm-hmm. So but also what you have to do, you have to keep telling your staff that you right. just can't just say it and then just let it go. Drop it like that. But you right. have to keep it on their mind. You have to I mean, you have to keep telling them, hey, look, I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. And so that way they're like, OK, we got you. Long as you got us, we got you. Right. But when you act like that, you don't have us, man. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't, we don't care about you <laughs> yeah. because we see that you don't care about us. Right. And so that's what's happening now. So that you're right. Absolutely right about the the uh, the upper level of management. And so now what they do is uh, they try to uh, it's a lot of strikes going on. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. You know, all over nursing strikes and everything, the railroad strikes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so now what they're trying to do is stop the what uh, stop the. Uh, the uh, uh who's the people the uh those unions from the coming unions, in yeah. but these are the reasons why the unions come in right. when they catch you slipping mm-hmm. they're there they're listening and you're yeah. not paying attention you're trying to stop them but you're not doing anything right you know so so you know you have to be careful they have to make sure that your your staff know that you're listening to them mm-hmm. right so some of the reasons why you know that those uh people are quietly quitting is one because wage cuts wage cuts and they threatened to lay off some people in some organizations. Mm-hmm. They also, you know, unfair, uh, unfair expectations outside of business hours. You know, right. you know, they want you to, you know, I guess come up, you know, work overtime. Or, you know, okay, can you come in on this day right here and help out? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see it because I ask it sometimes. You yeah, know, same. so I see it. So then, then they have no room for raises or promotions. Mm-hmm. Now you've been on the job, you've done all your, you've done what you need to do. You got your education, that's you, what you have. You know, you have your bachelor's, you have your master's, you're working on your doctorate. What more do I need right. to move up? Right. What more do I need? And then you act like, you know, <laughs> look, some, in some instances, hey, the, 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 the staff have more education than the leader does. Absolutely. Do you feel like maybe sometimes the leaders feel threatened? Uh, I do a lot of times, and I've I have experienced that in yeah. the workforce. Yes, um, not not where I'm at currently, but sure. at a previous sure. um, hospital, um, you know, I had the drive to move up in the ranks, and right. I wanted to, and I had everything laid out, and all I asked was that right. I get some help, and I was shot down because sure. there's a threat. Sure, sure, you see that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I've been there, I've done that. I've seen it, you know, and so I would, I, I sometimes it's just, it's, it just makes you angry. Mm-hmm. It just makes you angry and you, you, you're like, well, I mean, where am I with this organization anyway? Right. You know, uh, and you can see the writing on the walls. Mm-hmm. You can go in there, you can go into facilities and organizations and you can see a whole bunch of men across the top of the, you know, for past and present mm-hmm. presidents. And if they're all men, you're like, man, well, I ain't got a chance here. Yeah. And if they're all white, you'd be like, oh, man, I ain't got a chance here. You know, <laughs> no right. women up there. Well, you yep. don't have a chance there. Right. You know? And so, man, wow, what's what's going on, you know? Yeah. I don't get it, but but it's out there. It's happening, you know? We 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 always want to be say that we are diverse. You know, we want to mm-hmm. say that everyone is equal. We want to say that everybody's included. Are we, will, are we really? Are we? Are we? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I think as far as diversity goes, it's 
it's not, well, I, I'm speaking for myself. Sure. Obviously, it's not based on skin color by any means, but but characteristics. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I base things on. Right. And yeah, there is a lot of diversity, but but you have you have people from different backgrounds. Sure. I mean, you have sure. people that come from the city, you have people that come from the country, sure. and they're going to have two totally different ways of doing things. Right. And but man, they make a good team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do not look at color. I you know, I don't look at you know, I, all I want to know is you can punch a button, you can do my, do the job. You right. can run one of my machines that I right. that I work on. Yep. You know, can you run that? You know, mm-hmm. can you do you do are you can you follow protocols? Right. That's it. That's it. But some yep. people, you know, I don't they they, they look at color. For mm-hmm. one thing, when you're looking at color, man, you're shortchanging yourself. Right. That makes you man, that makes your basket get real small. <laughs> and honestly, you got slim I th- pickings. I think thankfully to COVID, we started doing more over the phone interviews. Sure. So I'm hoping that that actually cut out a lot of that. Sure. Um, <laughs> because because you do you can miss a great deal of amazing people. Sure. By just having an opinion that shouldn't matter in the first place. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, some people feel threatened because of the simple fact though, that they don't look like the person that they're interviewing or the interview, the person that they're interviewing don't look like them. Hmm. So I don't want to hire you because you might not understand me because I'm black and you're, you're, you're white. Oh no, we're going to have a great friendship. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I do understand. And, what and you're some saying. people if you don't look like me, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I don't I don't want to hire you. That's what some people think, man. If you sit across the table from me, I'm looking at your application. I'm looking at your credentials. I'm looking at all the things that you can do. I'm not looking at your color. Right. I'm not I don't care if you fe- female, no. male, lesbian, gay, whatever. I do not care. Yeah. I do not care. Long as you and can come in and do your job, that's how it should be, and that's how it should be. But it's, it's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. I think we're getting better, but it's definitely still a huge separation. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, absolutely, so. absolutely, absolutely. So another thing that you know, reason why employees are quietly quitting because of the simple fact that new hires come in and make more money than they do. And they have less experience. And that's been a going ongoing problem since the dawn of time. The dawn of time. <laughs> uh, the only difference is that it used to be a faux pas to discuss wage with your coworkers. It right. was it was frowned upon. You weren't supposed to say anything. People didn't discuss it. Sure. it and it was just a thing. And and I feel like people, the older generation, still kind of abides by that rule. Yeah, absolutely. But the younger generation, they they don't. No, they don't care. They get no, they get ready to talk about it. They tell everybody. And then if they find out, and once they find out that that person is making more money, they're gonna come to you because I've had people come to me Uh and tell me, "Hey, look, this this is not fair." Right. They they are they are willing. They are not scared to speak up. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And and they even you even see it between organizations. Absolutely. If if I'm in this department here, and there's a person that's the same position in a a same department in another facility. Yeah. We should be making close to the same amount of money. I'm not saying we should make it the exact same because no. you have different circumstances. Sure. You have different patient flow. You have sure. different size hospitals, Get everything. It. But but it should be comparable by no means. Right, right. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So another thing that they're talking about that, you know, uh, reason why, you know, employees are quietly quitting because they don't have a relationship with their manager. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Well, I'll be darned. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a relationship with the manager. Mm-hmm. Man, do you have a relationship with your staff? I feel like I have a good relationship with everybody I work with. I can tell you who has what dogs and cats. And Absolutely. Kids and Absolutely. Husbands and wives. and Absolutely. You know, what, in most cases, what hobbies they enjoy outside of work and, you know. Right. And, and that's, that's, that should be anybody in any position. Right, right, right. So, so they try to do, that. they try to come around, if they come around, if they come around, they want to do something that's called, they want to check on the staff. You know, mm-hmm. that's okay with checking on the staff, you know. But if you know that you have, you have a whole bunch of people that they're busy all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. And you don't come check on them, you know, then, you know, you got to be careful of, you know, how do you do that? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You, if you're going to be a good leader, you're going to be a good manager, a good, whatever you want to be, you know, you have to go around and make your rounds and see how the staff is going, Mm -hmm. doing, if they need help, you know, take the boots off, you know, come on, put the gloves on and help them out. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good leader. That's a good manager. Not one that stays where, you know, in the office all the time, you know, and doing this and doing that, you know. Well, and then we fall back on experience. Yeah. You know, we have we have people in administration that have never never put their hands on a patient, never put a pair of gloves on. They right. went to school, they learned how to do their job and they got their job. I'm right. not saying it makes them good or bad. Right. True. Absolutely. But but you know, they definitely does make a difference if if somebody were to come to me somebody in administration i'm struggling with a difficult patient i'm the only one there right i would love the help right right are they going to help no because they're not capable of helping right 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 so uh so so how how so if they if they hang around a little bit more, don't you think that they can learn how to help? Oh, definitely. And and we did that with like our, our scheduling team. Yeah. We had our scheduling team come in and, and view some some exams that we do with, with patients just so they kinda know what we're doing. Right. You, you've gotta know you you gotta know what's going on somewhere right. you work, regardless right. of right. the position you're in. Yeah, right. So with this quiet quitting, you know, as a manager you can help prevent this thing you know, from taking hold at your company by, you know, just trusting in your team. Mm-hmm. You know, you, had, you need to help them grow careers, you know, uh, champion uh, PTO time. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that they get PTO time, yes. you know, and also open up a line for, you know what, honest communication. Right. That's where it comes in when you communicate with them and tell them, hey, look, I don't see this happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I can work something out, mm-hmm. something else out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And have a backbone. Yeah. Have a backbone. A lot of men, you know, my staff, they know I'll go to bat for them. Mm-hmm. I'll go to bat for them. If they're right, they're right. But if you're wrong, you're wrong. Right. And so that's it, man. We need to we need to open up a line of communication with our with our staff. Right. So tell me, what what is your your uh, your greatest achievement? Oh man. My greatest achievement as far as professional, personal? Uh, whatever, whatever. I, I mean, I've made it this far in life, and I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I made it a lot further than I thought I was whenever I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. So, <laughs> so I've got two kids that have made it this far, too, so oh, yeah, they're doing we're, okay. <laughs> we're great. We're great. We're great. What 
What uh, advice would you give uh, uh, someone that wanted to go into leadership? Be a good leader. Be a good leader. Um, take take notes. Uh, do your time. Take take notes. Have work under different people and say, man, I really don't like the way that this person does that. And if I were ever a leader, I would never do it. Or, wow, I wish I could be more like this person and try to try to absorb qualities that you see in different leaders. Sure. Um, and, and that's a, that's a big thing. That's, that's one thing that I've done that, you know, going, going through what I've, all of the experience I've had is that I've had good, good bosses and bad bosses. Sure. I've had bosses, I've had leaders, I've had absentees. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you, you just, you got to do right by your people. Right. I get it. I get it. So what kind of boss would your, your, uh, people say you are? Uh, what kind of boss would my people say I am? I would say that they, I listen. I do listen to them. Sure. Um, I'm honest with them. Sure. Um, I'll do whatever I can for them. Right. I would never, ever, ever expect them to do something that I am not willing to do myself. Right. Get it. What was the uh, last book you read? Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> the last book I read. I don't even, because I, I, well, so I, so I just graduated with my master's. Right. This last year. Right. I haven't read a book other than a textbook in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Where it uh, paid off. <laughs> it, it did. It, well, well, I'm still in the same position, but eventually it will. Right. Um. I'm a learner. I'm I'm a nerd. I like to to learn a whole lot of things, a, a little bit about a whole lot of things. So right. I just pick up things here and there. Right. I am a. Uh, I'm not a reader. You know, I read the Bible, but I don't read. I read self help books, mm-hmm. leadership books, and stuff like that. But as far as uh, all those other books, no, I don't do that. Yeah, but, I, man, it just. I'm, Recreational reading is not necessarily yeah. something on my yeah. <laughs> on my schedule. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. 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 So where? So tell me, how do you uh, plan your day when you uh, when you're uh, at work? So starting from in the morning when you wake up. So starting in the morning, I have the same routine. I have every morning at home. Get out the door. Get to the get to work. Um, my schedule is that I come in earlier. I'm, I'm the earliest person that comes in on the day shift that gives me an advantage that also allows me to help the person that's working the night shift um, by coming in and backing them up. Um, but it gives me a leg up to go over the schedules and get everything kind of organized and together before the day really starts. Right. So where does a... Uh, oh, Top three things that's very important in your life. Mm, top three things very important in my life. Uh, family, by all means, top of the list. Um, I have to, I have to put my profession in there somewhere because if without it, I'm just not. It's it got you gotta you gotta have money to pay the bills. Right, right. <laughs> um, and and personal life. I mean, you know, you, you just gotta. You, you, you've got to be able to separate yourself from the job. Right. I see a lot of people that don't do that. 
I see a lot of people that they work and they go home and they work and they go home. Right. And it's like, what's your hobby? Oh, I don't have a hobby. Well, you need to do something with your life outside of work. Right. Work is my hobby. No, work is not a hobby. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but you got to be able to separate yourself. You know, and so I, I think you call that a workaholic. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that I have been known. God. My my mother may or may not have called me that before. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but still, I make time to do the important things in life. So I guess I would say, like my sister tells me that. Uh, I guess maybe I, I, I play hard so I have to work hard, uh-huh. you know, so you have yep. a bunch of toys that, mm-hmm. you know, to keep these toys, you need to, yep. <laughs> you need to, you it need, takes money to get those toys. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Want, absolutely right. And I think I might want a few more toys, yeah, you know, yeah. just before, you know, uh, you know, pass on, you right. know, but, you know, but in the meantime, you know, Hey, I have to work anyway. You uh-huh. know, if you want anything out of life, you got to do what? You, you have to work. work you it. have to work and for it. And you know, it. honestly, I, I yeah. joke around. I, I say this in, in joking, but also in seriousness, I'm like, can you believe these people pay me to come and spend time with my best friends all day long? Absolutely. You know, I love the people I work Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. They have a great relationship. Right. And, and heck, some of them I talk to outside of work <laughs> just just because we have a great relationship. And absolutely. If nothing else, we send each other memes and, and yeah. laugh about it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> Where else would you rather be, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. So, Mia, this this here uh, episode was pretty much about you know quiet quitting, mm-hmm. man. That quiet quitting is a is a, a trend that's going on, and you know uh, employees need to be aware. So, if your employees start to show signs of of quiet quitting, take an honest look at your team's culture. Do you have fair expectations of your employees? Do you have a relationship with your employees? If not, do something. Right. Thank you all for listening to the Icon Leadership Podcast. You can reach us at iconleadership.org or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us at roguemedianetwork.com or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website, which is iconleadership.org.